There it is. That's my favorite one. That's the one that I like when he does that in her ear at night. And then there's a purring one. You'd be the one futzing with the box. Just like, ah, we'll be friends. They'll just talk to me. Oh, the Cenobites are kind of sexy. You know they are. And Ferengi. We're Ferengi deep. Ferengi hard. Oh, I'm a spectacular texter. If I would grade myself A-. minus. Just like the Enterprise. Computer, give me fart noise. I would run out of the house just screaming like a little scared bitch. I don't like the clicks. Oh, I'm screen grabbing shit left and right. You want to be so funny? You're so funny. Captain Hilarious pants over here. Oh, I'm hilarious. Can't even frame hilarious. up his fr- fucking face. Cause can you be on the show? Can can I see your face? Nah, nah. Just just the dolls. Just the, it's great. <laughs> ah, but there's a little bit of a. I hope you get allergies off a fake pet. <laughs> uh, where can I put them? Um... Oh, oh, I got a place where you can put them. <laughs> uh, let's see. And uh, there's a certain laugh I do, and my boys are like, oh, that's, that's an Eric laugh. You're laughing at Eric. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I guess it's good. I'm, I'm the only one that can make you laugh, or... I think it's more of making fun of, or kind of a laughing at versus laughing with. I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what it is. <laughs> I know that laugh too. It's a. <laughs> ah, I'm an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. Well, it seems like things are peachy keen over at your house. Just I'm on Zoom and you're out there chit chatting about the stuffed animals and not a care in the world. Oh, just getting warmed up for the show. Uh-huh. It's the pre-show. It's the opening act. <laughs> Why are your kids home? Oh, they get home at uh, three-ish. Oh. Can I see your fucking face, please? Ah. <laughs> hey, you asked for it. <laughs> oh. Oh, and it- Window? What am I looking at here? You're such a ball rag. <laughs> there, I'll uh, I'll join in the fun. <laughs> oh, it's whimsical. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Well, I'll get myself <laughs> squared up. Just haven't had the any boring the boring bland generic version. Just yeah, camera in my face. Now that I've got to redo my stupid camera. I don't know where to put this guy. His name's, uh... Why does the stuffed animal have to be on the camera? More worried about framing that guy up than yourself. (laughs) Does he, uh... You hear that? Yeah, it sounds like a scream of desperate dying. (laughs) That's what my wife gets in her ear right before we go to bed at night. (laughs) And then followed by that Eric laugh, I guess. (laughs) Actually, it is. (laughs) Because Hudson wants me to sleep with this cat in bed, and so I do. And then, uh, right before we go to sleep, I usually, right in my wife's ear, I do that uh, that little meow thing, which she does not like, pisses her off. And then I laugh kind of diabolically, and then we go to sleep. <laughs> and then I sleep. I wake up four hours later, miserable. And do it again? <laughs> or... <laughs> oh no! Uh, yep. <laughs> wow. 
I sleep with actual animals. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, not for you, huh? Nope. Well, I want nope. to make noise if you smash their paw, then they scream in agony. Yeah, I, I'll i take the fake ones. Uh... Oh, how are you? Oh, I, I we actually got a picture, several pictures of the family that bought the female cat from us over Christmas. And I'm like, it, it's huge. Like, it's grown significantly since they got it. And I'm like, oh. Just oh, imagine how much dander it'd be laying down now. Oh, and just, my face would just, snot just gushing out my nose. And, oh. oh. But, yeah, it's, it's doing fine. Size XXXXL. <laughs> uh, just laying in the gifts, like just sprawled out in the gifts. I'm like, oh, just like a big furry slug. Perfect. Oh, I was wondering where you got the title of the last episode. Well, not the last episode, but a couple episodes ago, the uh, raisins and the carrot and whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, that that was an early joke. That was. Oh, it, we've been funny before the roulette, and I'm just going to put it in there. I guess. I, <laughs> not, not none of the oh. other titles were as funny as that. So I just. Oh yeah, that. that one was that was good, especially when it's explained. Like it's explained kind of what what we are discussing and talking about. Uh, Perhaps too much in depth. <laughs> yeah. And then we end things with Madison. Oh, that was great. Madison. Oh, all oh, kinds the, of Madisons and porn Yeah, things. the actress. Yeah, the actress. Uh, oh, uh, but I'm doing... I mean, I'm waiting for the bombs to go off or something. It's it's We're less than 24 hours before... Well, actually, this episode will have dropped after the fact, but... If, if we're and still here, you mean? If we're still here, yeah, I'm waiting for something drastic to happen. It, it nah. always does with that guy. Nah, but if they're if they've already looted the White House, they're not going to do anything. They've they're leaving. See you in four years. Yeah, yeah. Ivanka. <laughs> Maybe her. She's the more well-spoken one of the bunch. And I'm serious, she is, and I hate her. Yeah. but she's the most well-spoken Fuck of the bunch. Christmas, I believe, was what she said. Uh, but thank God they them. brought back uh, Merry Christmas, because, man, that, oh, that was yeah. a rough eight years where we, anybody that said that was dragged off the street and, you know, arrested. Yeah, hung, yeah. Yep, that's the one. At least the My Pillow is... guy seems to be doing well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just, I'm just, I'm hoping that once Biden is elected, that all of those treasonous sons of bitches that, that raided the Capitol, that... That's when the big guns come out, and they just get the book thrown at them. Eh, probably won't happen. They'll 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 track down the ones that were involved in the beatings and stuff. But other than that, it'll just go away, like usual. Well, yeah, this is what we do in the two party system. We say we're going to jail Hillary, and we're going to give you a health care plan in two weeks, and it's been four years, and we, man, just we've been busy. Nothing. Been busy. Yeah. It'll be the same. So, <laughs> with one hundred less douchebaggery from the yeah, I'll give you I'll chief. give you that much. At least there will be complete sentences occasionally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I talked to my mom today on the phone for a little while, and neither of us spoke a word about it. Yeah, I'm like I'm not going there. If you, I'm, I'm like I, I'm sure that there is some reasoning and logic behind what happened and I don't want to hear it. 
No, I do. I don't want to hear that. I already so. told you what they what they're saying. Yeah, QAnon and it, and Antif- Antifa. And... Yeah, that's. I got into a huge argument with my mother in law. It it didn't. Uh, I I didn't. There is nothing, sir. Have I not said it on the show before? There is. Oh nothing. yeah, yeah. There, there's nothing. Yep, but oh, every step Biden makes will be the wrong step. Again, at least when I hear him talk, I'm like, I'm kind of bored. That like, good. Yeah. Just be a boring, but just do that. <sighs> Instead of what insanity is going to come out of the mouth next. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess yeah, this will be after the fact. But one last fuck. Almost feels like Jerry was involved in that somehow. <laughs> yeah, that's why I did it. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Yep. Oh, I just figured out that. Um, uh, I do you have Fandango now, or have you logged into Fandango now or whatever? I think I. That's a Roku app. Yeah, I think I added it, but I don't think I use it. Because today they had a sale on all of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies in new 4K for 20 bucks. All of them. And I'm like, does that's that, really... Does it link to your Vudu or anything? That links to everything. Okay. Movies Anywhere, Vudu, Amazon Prime. Because uh, I've got a handful whole... of digital places that don't link to Vudu, and it really annoys me. Oh, me like... too. I hate that. I, I like, just go to Vudu. Because yeah. that's where I watch 90% of what I stream. It, movies that I purchase are done through Vudu. Yeah, me too. But uh, I was impressed. I'm like, 20 bucks. That's and actually, and it was one of those, like, on Fandango now, it was the UHD, HD, and SD, all the same price. I'm like, I'm not sure if that's a price error or whatever, but I'm like, 20 bucks for five movies that I like in HD or in 4K. I'm like, I'll jump on that. So they're in there. Yeah. Well, they're on Disney Plus. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we've been watching them with the boys. And every time we're like, hey, let's watch more of the pirates. Ugh, so boring. So long. What? Oh, they, oh for, it's it's not about Minecraft or on YouTube, so it's oh, it's worthless. It's, yeah, gotcha, got you. <laughs> oh, which one are you on? Oh, I mean, we're halfway through part two, but we kind of just stopped. That was like a week ago, at least. We just oh, part two's good. The first two are really good. I, you know, everybody loves part one and thinks part two is terrible, and part three is even worse. And I like part three the best of all of them. Just oh, because really? Yeah, it's so over-the-top nuts, and I, I like them all. I th- Well, I like one, two, and three. Four, I didn't like, and five, I didn't even finish. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, right. Yeah. I've only watched that once in the theater with Joni, and I think it was one of those where we desperately needed a date night, so we're like, that was good, but, you know, whatever. Eh, well, it's... I'm I'm looking forward to rewatching the first, especially the first three. Wasn't part four the... Mermaid Fountain one. of Youth. Uh, that was okay. Was it Fountain of Youth? I don't know. I just remember there were mermaids in it. And I was like, that yeah. was pretty bad. I think, uh, I don't know. I two don't... had the monkeys, I think, or the Monkey Island or whatever. I really liked two. I think two was my favorite, actually. Monkey Island? But doesn't, doesn't Jack Sparrow end up on some island and there's monkeys or creatures after him or something? And uh, in, I, I haven't seen these in years and years. In part two, he... he uh, is on this island, and then he gets chased by a whole bunch of things. There's like a couple of memes that come from that movie. He gets yes, chased by a, uh, by a cult. One. He falls down that the, cliff, cliff with the stick on his back and a bunch of ridiculous stuff. But it was still uh, entertaining. And that's then the one with part the, three, the bad guys. Part three, he gets nine. he gets on this island where 
it's like in a supernatural sense. Remember, they have to flip the ship upside down underwater and yeah. stuff? Yeah. That's why I like part three. I thought they really went gonzo on it, but most people really, really hate it. I I don't know if I've seen two and three. Well, no, I've seen two one time since the theater, and three, I think I've only watched that once in the theater with Joan. Oh, man, I've seen those movies at least half a dozen times. Yeah, I like them. I still, I don't know, I just, especially with what Johnny Depp's had to go through, it's kind of given me a newfound respect for his main character and... So, do I take from that you're on his side? I'm on neither side. I mean, if if they were both abusive, then, you know, they both should... Because I don't don't really have an opinion on that. I've seen the video where she's being psycho, and I've seen the reports of him being crazy, and I'm like, oh, he's all kooky and stuff. She seems to have gotten by unscathed, though, whereas he's had to... Ah, there's been a petition for her to be kicked out of Aquaman 2. Oh, really? It looks like she might be, yeah, she might be recast because of all that. I don't know. I guess I don't. I don't know anything. I don't. If he's abusive, then fuck him. I. I if she is, then fuck her. Exactly. I, yeah. I will say so that I, I, she is good as uh, Nadine Cross in the stand. I do like. I. I yeah, think that was a perfect she casting. Was a good casting choice for that. I like her in that. Oh, the actors. Oh, we, I guess we could give a little update on that if you're all up to date. Did you I watch am the up. Last oh, I'm up to date. <laughs> <laughs> no, angry. Uh, Just sitting here. <laughs> It's it's now relegated to just watching it on my computer. I'm like, uh, computer. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> you too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the actors uh, uh, do a good job. The castings are good. Performances are good. But fuck all the directors and producers and editors. Everybody behind the scenes, they can all fucking eat a dick. That that, that This is bullshit. We're halfway through, and you guys are still... Just kind of hanging out and chit-chatting in yeah. Boulder. Yeah, oh, having a big meal, long, nice long, big meal of joking and talking. and We ain't got nothing better to do. We couldn't have done, put anything better in here. Yeah, and I just think back to all of the craziness of the uh, virus spreading. I'm like, there is so much gold in that that could have been mined and done right. But no, we're, we're with Harold and the gang just sipping on champagne, whatever, I don't I had tuned out at that point. I'm like, oh, and Franny's being mopey-faced. and uh, To be fair, that's how she is in the book. Oh, she is. Yeah. To be fair, but uh, it's like they decided, let's, let's, you know, let's really focus on the most uninteresting parts of the book mm-hmm. and really expand on that. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> why? Oh, I'm yeah. so... And then I, I can look on my thing and see the... Uh, titles of the upcoming episodes and i'm i'm like we're almost done with this oh and we've barely done anything with flag oh i know actually i mean there's 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 10 episodes but the last episode is called uh coda franny franny in the well or something like that so that means it's a postscript to the show to things that have happened so we got about four episodes so left. So we got about four episodes left, and we've barely talked about Flag. And then you got the guy that's playing uh, uh, Henried. <sighs> I'll tell you what, you know what this is making? What I'm really, the feeling that I'm getting out of this so far? Boy, give it up for that miniseries from back in the day. Yeah, I, I will say, they, they at least shut Holy it. Holy shit. Chronologic, chronologically, it was in order, and... I like James Marsden. I like the cast for the most part, but man, it is just the the, the choices that they're making. And now, now, um, oh, what's her name? Whoopi Goldberg's character. I'm drawing a blank now. Yeah, like, but she's already uh, Mother Abigail. Mother Abigail. Now she's taken off. I'm like, well, we're we're like 
we're starting to wrap up here already. Yeah, we're three fourths of the way through. Uh, oh yeah, and already the the three or yeah three people that that the spies like okay mm-hmm. we're already there. I'm like I know where this is at in the book, and I'm like we are we are well along in the book. So it just everything's being breezed over. Is Trash Can Man gonna? I'm assuming there is no such thing. He was cast. It, it, it's uh, uh, the Flash, I think. He haven't ain't seen in it. him yet. Haven't seen him yet. Spoiler alert! That's the guy that ends Flag. That's right. And I mean, <laughs> we we uh, not only have we not seen him yet, but I'm I'm sure we'll get one episode where it's Trash Can Man this and that, and it's gonna be flashbacks to when he was a kid and calling him that, and flashbacks to the outbreak and flashbacks to this, and maybe that's the last episode. Then he just rolls up with a bomb. And everyone will be totally confused. What, who is this guy? Why? What? Yeah. All right. Some crazy guy. Uh, bad, uh, it, it, the most painful part is that even though they didn't really shoot much Outbreak stuff, it feels like we could re-edit a lot of this shit and it would be a lot better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if someone will ever go and recut this thing with so many different things out there being recut, like fan edits and whatnot. Cause we can get a fan edit, but guess what? You and I are probably not going to live long enough to see another remake of this. No, game. this is it. This this. That's is... what that's what I keep saying, and it pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Oh, that last episode pissed me off. Angrily texting Eugene, who's sound asleep at ten twenty nine ah! every single night. That's <laughs> the the texting immediately ceases. All right, we got to get on with the show. Damn it. <laughs> oh, I don't have a cup. Oh my god! Don't I can't listen to this. I'm gonna throw up. Oh, well, I got. Don't swallow it. Go, I, go, spit it. <coughs> <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he was sitting there with his tongue hanging out with a a literal pool of whatever he hacks up on his tongue, and uh, oh, that was that was horrendous. Oh my god. Oh my god, that was horrible. That was a four-alarm emergency there. Yeah, no doubt. About caused one over here. Okay. (laughs) Okay, I'm done. I'm good now. Just shove the mic up your asshole and let one rip. Um... Eugene has an Eric laugh. That's things I learned today. That might be the title. Uh, uh, Are you ready for the roulette? Yes. I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. And on this episode of the roulette, it is the Zero Theorem up against Vicious Lips, and you're up first. Sometimes I'm sure you were just now typing up Vicious Lips I on IMDb, I right? I literally just did that. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, got I'm it. impressed. Yep. I, have, I assumed you were making a post on Facebook no, or something. No, that's another screen. I got that. But yeah. I, haven't, I haven't checked it yet. Oh. Yeah. You didn't see the picture I posted then. Ah, what? Um, oh, now you got me all... Um, I was going to talk about my luscious beard in the opening... But I didn't get much of a chance. We started bitching about the stand. Oh. My wife said she liked the beard, and so I was like, oh, now, now it's a game. Now I'm going to see how far I can take it. Because I hate shaving, so... Mm. Ah, do I look like I'm some shitty eyeglasses and a big truck away from yelling at a camera? <laughs> yeah, sunglasses and hat on backwards. And... Let me tell you yeah. the truth! Yep. The media doesn't want you to know! Mm-hmm. Yep, and your big pickup truck... 
Um, oh, Vicious Lips, Albert Pyans. Have, did you watch this then by any chance? What? No, wasn't this on Shutter? No, it's on uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, sometime in the distant future, a fledgling band gets an opportunity for a breakthrough if they can make it in time to a faraway planet to perform in a very popular club. Uh, this is... How how do I say this? If I would have been... If I would have been 13 or 14 when this movie came out and I would have watched it back then, uh, I would have got a kick out of it. Because it's 80s in every sense of the word. Like... There's not much of a plot to this movie. It's just an all-girl rock band in a uh, spaceship going to their next gig. And their their uh, agent is with them, and hijinks ensue. And that's it. And they, It's not very good, uh, but I tried to watch it as a... I would have dug this back in the day when I was a teen. Like, this just almost feels like a what tween movies are now, like, but back then, made, it's peach, I mean, it's rated R, but I'm like, I, I guess there was a little nudity, but I'm like, this is pretty PG-13 here. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know, just at my age, just lots and lots, the best part of the movie is their songs, because I love 80s music, and this is like, this is 80s girl band music. I think we're alone now. Oh. It it's a little bit more rocky than that, but not quite Lita Ford level cool. So we're mm. kind of in the middle of that shopping mall type fluff. <laughs> I think I'm, I mean, but they're going to different planets, so is no, there no, good no, no, special no, effects? Or? Not, not different planets. Planet. One, they're on their way to a planet. And so they're in a ship that's full of, like, pipes and stuff that you attach to your dryer. That's yeah, okay. the one. Yep, yep. Whopper. Styrofoam whopper things glued to the side of the walls. That type of set. And then right. when, they, when they crash on the planet, it's like, oh, they're in the desert. And I, whatever. And then they, yeah. Then they actually get to the, the venue and they perform and everybody loves them. And then roll credits. Okay. It's, it's, it's a very different, odd movie. But I didn't hate it, but... It, eh. All right. I think I'm good on that. Yeah, I you wouldn't like it. <laughs> uh, the Zero Theorem. A hugely talented but socially isolated computer operator is tasked by management to prove the Zero Theorem, that the universe ends as nothing, rendering life meaningless. But meaning is what he already craves. Directed by Terry Gilliam, starring Christoph Waltz, Lucas Hedges, and Melanie Theory, which you will know her if you take a gander at her. She is a very good actress, and wow, very, very good looking. Okay. Uh, who else is in this? Where's that guy? Tilda Swinton is in this. Peter Stormare. Uh, usually creepy as he is. I'm just, guessing just a little, little too touchy, little too <laughs> grunty with his beard right up in your face. Uh, there's somebody, what was that other guy's name? Matt Damon's in this. As management. Damn, that's a pretty good cast. Not pretty, that's a really good cast. It is. And I gotta say, I liked this movie. I, w I was afraid to be... I like Terry Gilliam, but sometimes he goes... I, into some other place where I just don't get it, like Brazil. 
I didn't, I, I don't get it. I, I, I didn't really care for it. It's just a bunch of weirdos doing weird things, and I, I'm just like, eh, even for sci-fi, I, I get it, kind of what you're doing, but I don't care. Well, that's a better way to put it. And this started off like, oh, we're doing a Brazil-type thing again. But once we got into the meat of it, it became much more, uh, I mean, it's definitely science fiction, but it became more of a philosophy movie and debating philosophies and the way things that can go and why are we really here? That's what they're trying to figure out. Why are, why are humans here? And there's lots of shots taken at uh, uh, capitalism and Murica kind of stuff and MAGA stuff, and that's fine. It's all very backgroundy, but um, if you have a sharp eye, especially in the first third, you can see a lot of funny stuff. What There was one that was... Uh, it was on. It's in obvious. It's Terry Gilliam, so it's in Britain, uh, 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 or England. Mm-hmm. And there's one uh, picture on a side of a bus, and it's the uh, the guy that's running England right now, who's all for Brexit or whatever. Oh the crazy, yes, the British yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah, and he it looks says like Gary, he looks like Gary Busey, kinda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to have a sharp eye to see it, but I caught it, and mm-hmm. it, and it said, "Drive on the right. It's your right." <laughs> oh, that's a okay. Like, that was his new, like, ha, 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 Yeah. Is that thing, kind like, of his make America great again type? Yeah, right. Uh, and so, like, I lie. that's amusing. I get it. Um, I'm, I, I have the Blu-ray that I blind bought, but I went and did a, I'm lazy. I went and did a Roku search, and it's on Canopy, so I just watched it on Canopy. And I put the Blu-ray on the shelf. I'll keep it. Uh, that's one that I'd pop in again and check out. It's goofy, weird Gilliam, but it, uh, it had some interesting ideas. And uh, what's her name? Oh, David Thewlis is in this, too. That's the other Damn, guy I was looking for. Good cast. Yeah, it is a good cast. Uh, so, it's okay. Oh, Ben Whishaw? I didn't catch him. He's in there, too. But Melanie Theory. <laughs> what else has she, she been in? She, let me see here real quick. <clears throat> And she plays kind of a uh, call girl in this. Uh, Oh, and he's weird. Man, Christoph Waltz is weird. Oh, and you get to see his ass a few times. Oh, good. Yep. Uh, You would know her from... Let me see here. There was something where I was like, oh, yeah, okay. She was a child actress in Legend 1900. That's what I knew her from. I really like that movie. I don't think you've ever seen it. Mm Mm-mm. Really good underrated direct-to-video kind of movie. Babylon AD. If you remember anything about that one. That was the... Uh, oh, animated... No, no, no. Um, Vince? or Yeah, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, oh! That oof. bomb. But she was in oh, it. That. Uh, the Air Apparent, Largo Winch. Did you get around to watching that? That was one that I think uh-huh. might have been on the roulette. If not, I definitely reviewed it on the show. It was really good. And she was good in it. Damn it, just look up Zero Theorem and go find her name and look at her face. You will know, I guarantee you'll know her. You might not know from what, but you'll know her. Let's see. Here. Recently, she was into Five Bloods. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so overall, I give the movie a passing grade, a, a passing thumbs up. I You won't like it. Don't don't even bother if you, I don't know, did, did you say you saw it or not? I don't know. I don't no, know I have not. Okay. I don't think you'd <laughs> like it. Uh, but... You know, I enjoy some of those movies that just break, get down into f- philosophy of why we're here and the human condition and all that kind of stuff. 
And and sometimes they're hit or miss, but this one was okay for me. So cool. Uh, let's get into the next round. You're up first. Okay. Uh, first up for me is Luz, the Flower of Evil. This is on and Shutter. Uh, hour and forty four minutes. Fantasy horror western. This is from Spain. Uh, far into the mountains in a community led by a preacher named El Señor, a new child who is supposed to be the new Messiah is brought, and with him destruction and redemption. And then soon things go from bad to worse, blah, blah, blah. It looks like one of those uh, Midsommar witch type. I don't know. It looks, the trailer looks a bit like that. Uh, so... We shall see. And next up is Outside the Wire. This is the new big action movie from Netflix. Uh, hour and f- oh, hour and fifty four minutes. Action, adventure, <laughs> fantasy. Because this uh, is the first I'm, time he's actually looking at it. <laughs> yeah, that's um, hmm. in the near future. A drone pilot sent into a war zone finds himself paired with a top secret android officer on a mission to stop a nuclear attack. Starring Anthony Mackie, which I really like him. Um, I watched the trailer and the trailer looks really good. It, big, it looks like it's fairly big budget. I'm, it's Netflix, so I'm guessing it is. Um, and then lastly, um, uh, the Day of the Lord, Menendez, uh, hour and thirty three minutes. Woo! There we go. Uh, Menendez Part One. Yes, there we go. A retired priest hunted by his sins... This was already on the roulette a while ago. Uh, a, priest, a retired priest hunted by his sins is pulled back in the darkness when a friend begs him to help his possessed daughter. Um, yeah, so there you go. Right, so two two Spanish movies and one... Two-hour-long movie that you're not going to watch if I pick... <laughs> I, I would have thrown that on mine, actually, if I... I was scrolling through my Netflix. I was like, hey, I haven't done Netflix round in a while. I knew there were some new things added that I wanted to put in, on there, and that was one of them, but I missed it. Uh, maybe next time. Coming my way, The Midnight Sky. Sci-fi movie written and, well, directed by George Clooney, starring George Clooney and Felicity Jones and David Aiello. Uh, post-apocalyptic tale follows Augustine, a lonely scientist in the Arctic, as he races to stop Sully and her fellow astronauts from returning home to a mysterious global catastrophe. I'm in. I'm hearing good things. And another sci-fi movie, Real Steel. This has been on before. Hugh Jackman, Evangeline Lilly. My dogs. Oh, my kids should be home soon, so they'll be a ruckus. In the, but hey, at least I don't have to go get them. I asked the neighbor kid yeah. to welcome home. Shut up. In the, shut up. In the near future, uh, robot boxing is a top sport. A struggling ex-boxer feels he's found a champion in a discarded robot. Sure, why not? And lastly, uh, action comedy romance, Mr. Right, starring Anna Kendrick and Sam Rockwell. And this trailer looked genuinely funny, so that's why I'll throw that on there. Okay. Uh, did you see this trailer? Uh, yes, I did. I, that's an older, uh, not older, but that's like, that came out a while ago, Yeah, right? 2015. Okay. A girl falls for the perfect guy, quote-unquote, who happens to have a very fatal flaw. He's a hitman on the run from the crime cartels who employ him. And Sam Rockwell is just... Electric and everything. So that's why I was a little more keen to maybe that one. But that's the shortest one. Just so you okay. know, the other ones are pushing two hours. But uh, I don't care. I'll, t- I'll watch any of those. What do you want, sir? Um, 
Oh, let's go with Midnight Sky. Yes. Yeah, I because that's one that I've almost hit play on a couple times, and I just I didn't. I wasn't quite in the mood for that for for some reasons. But I, that's one that I'm definitely going to be watching. Depending, I guess, depending on your review, it looks really good. And as much as I want to pick outside the wire because that's on my queue, and I want to know what you think. Uh, two hours roulette it means you're already you're starting at a, a negative two already. So let's go with Luz Flower of Evil, because you know why are you giving me shit face? <laughs> you only pick gems, remember? You picked this, not me. I don't want the possession yeah. thing. Ah, oh, why not? <laughs> because ninety nine times out of a hundred they blow. You don't get hey, to also pick your roulette. You threw it up. You get. You're taking it. Luz, flower of evil. Judas. Right. Now, now he. Now he's making new rules where I should get to pick the one of the three that I won. Hey, boys. <laughs> oh, the face you just gave me. What is wrong with you? Just oh, big pouty face. Like I really screwed oh. you. Well, it was like that was a distant third, and I'm like, of course, of course. I didn't think so. I thought that sounded more interesting. I mean, it's a culty thing versus the possession thing. <laughs> Such an ass. <laughs> face, the face he's given me. Uh, <sighs> then don't put it I on mean, the roulette. It'll, it'll be okay. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. <laughs> Next episode of the roulette, it's the uh, Midnight Sky up against Luz, Flower of Evil. <laughs> as handpicked uh, by Eugene. Okay, uh, we got to get on with it here. We're running behind for when we have to do a top ten. It takes forever. And I, I wanted—I don't know why—why why this popped in my head, but I wanted to do a top ten of scariest horror franchise villains. And franchise being an all caps word that I put on our little group there, because I didn't want it to be like, oh, this black glove killer in this one movie from some Italian something or other that was creepy. Or I'm not trying to find, like, because, there, trust me, doing research for this, there were plenty that I was yeah. like, that was a really scary character that I really liked. They've been in one movie. That doesn't count as a franchise. I, I was looking for ones that have had an established line of movies. I just thought that would be an interesting topic. So that's what we went with. I came up with 10. How about you? Uh, I came up with 27. <laughs> uh, I got a lot. Well, I have, I have my top 10 and then I've got some honorable mentions and then I put down, I put down three for hard pass just oh, because okay. I, when I saw them, I'm like, Ugh, and I want, I'll explain why, especially one of them. I'm going to explain why. Okay. Yeah. There, there were definitely a few that I did not think highly of. Uh, I was surprised that I was able to get to 10 actually, uh, but I'm, God, this fucking dog. <laughs> Shut up! Is it up! the new one? Or the big sow? No, it's the little old dog. And the kids... It's, it's, see, it's it's sunny out, so all the kids are out playing. Which means they're right outside the door and running around. And nerf guns and... Mud. Lots of mud. Oh, no, yeah, mud. Yep, yep. Uh, now, now, so you yours is not by... Just so we're clear, yours is scariest. That's what I went by. When I was making this list, the ones that freaked me out the most, and uh, what was the other thing that I came up with while I was making it? Uh, well, we'll get to that with my number 10. Because there are some in here that are really scary, but are really down low, and there's a specific reason for that. So, 
you go ahead. You got number 10. Okay. <clears throat> uh, number 10 for me is Angela Baker from Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, fair enough. That's a, that's a, um, I would call that a franchise. Yeah. And honestly, big, 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 big spoiler here, but it's honestly, it's mainly just for the final shot of the first movie. Yeah. That's why. But it is truly terrifying to me. And I'm like, you know, and I love that character. And granted, it's a different actress in parts two and three, but it's still the same. Yeah, same character. Yeah. So that's my number 10. Okay. Number 10 for me is Pinhead. And you might be thinking, that's crazy because he's terrifying. You're right. But there's just one little problem. All I have to do to not be involved with Pinhead is to futz around with Magic Evil Box. <laughs> so as long as I just don't do that, no Pinhead. So I'm good. So that's why I dropped it down because he's pretty easy to deal with. Just don't. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Number nine? Uh, nine for me is Death from Final Destination series. Damn, I'm, I've missed both of those. <laughs> uh, and I hesitated to put this on, but I'm like, you know what? No, that is that is a legit character in that series. That's the villain. Mm-hmm. And you can't run from death. And I just, I, I don't know, I'm like, ah, I like it. It's As the series went on, it seemed like they got sillier and sillier, which I, I like them all. They're all really, really good. But I'm like, ah, it's... These last two were almost honorable mentions just because, again, Angela Baker is just for one particular scene and, I don't know, death is... Yeah, but you, you said something very key there with the death thing. You can't escape death. The ones that you can't escape crawled their way up into my top four or five. Ah, you know what I'm okay. saying? Like, yeah. okay, you, can't, you can't get away with, from that, you know? You can't fight that. For example, number nine, The Evil Dead. Just don't read the evil Satan book in the basement. How about you just don't do that? Oh, look, I found a book. It looks like it's made out of flesh and inked in human blood. Also, Tale of Two Cities is sitting right over here. Why don't we read that? Much less creepy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, in a way, it's easy to not get involved with them. You could go to the cabin in the woods and have a perfectly fine time, maybe with a little bit of creepy banging from the swing on the porch, but you're not going to get mauled to death if you just don't do that thing. Yeah. Okay, number eight for me is The Creeper from Jeepers Creepers series. Uh, I I think that that villain is almost underrated. I love those first two movies, especially the first one, but he's nearly unstoppable, and it's, you know, this winged bat, very strong monster creature thing that it's a great villain a truly great horror villain and truly scary actually some of the other ones i think are scarier than this one here or i mean i'm sorry this one here is more scary than some of my other ones but i like the other ones a little bit more so that's kind of how i rated mine uh number eight for me is the predator once again, there's a, a fairly easy way to not get killed by the Predator. Just uh, put down your gun. Yeah, that's, yeah. Put down your yeah. weapon. You're good. You're fine. Uh, and granted, you might get killed before you realize you're in a battle with the Predator. Uh, but if you're out in the jungle or the city and you're carrying all kinds of weapons and stuff, you, you're, you're already inviting things, so you know. 
Put down your weapons, son. <laughs> Don't take your t- guns to town, boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, this list came together frickin' weird. Did not come together the way I thought it would at all, but, you know, I, I w- was putting myself in these situations. Could I survive this situation? Well... With those three, it's pretty easy. Just don't. <laughs> so, number seven for you. Uh, seven for me is Chucky. And, yeah, I know he's a doll, but as far as scariness, I do have that fear. Of, like, just to think of waking up and there is some creepy-ass doll in your room, I would run out of the house just screaming like a little scared bitch. I totally would. And especially the first two movies, maybe even the third one, the, the original ones, before they kind of took it to the extremes and Rob Zombie music. They were, the first one especially, was a legit scary little movie villain. Uh, so there's my there's my doll entry of the list. <laughs> uh, number seven for me is Hannibal Lecter. Uh, there's a guy that is scary because if you cross him, he will go out of his way for a long time. Years, possibly. Years, possibly, to put you in a very, very painful death. Um, if you cro- if you bump into him in the street, wrongly, you could make his list. And he won't care, like the Predator, if you have a weapon or not. And that's why the... But he dropped down a little bit because the key there is don't be an asshole. If you're not mm. an asshole to Hannibal Lecter, he's not going to murder you. He only goes after people that are assholes or rude, you know? So yeah. there again, so I am, I am screwed. Oh, you're hosed. You're, you're eating, sitting around eating your own brains with a, with a little bit of, Oh yeah. It's tartar and fava. Yeah. Uh, number six, uh, six for me is Michael Myers. Uh, mainly parts one and two, actually mainly part two, Michael Myers. This is the 1980 or 81 slasher. He was, at his scariest for me, like his mask looks the coolest and just him trudging around the hospital was very scary. And he had that, I don't know, just this super villain strength, legit scary. I will say though, that that subsequent Myers movies after that, just not that scary to me. I mean, they turned him into a big professional wrestler in the zombie movies. Okay. And the new one, it's fine, but I just, He's just a lumbering, slow... I could escape him. I just feel like I... <laughs> you should be able to escape this guy. Well, that's my argument for number six, uh, which is Leatherface. Mm. <laughs> um, maybe just don't go invade abandoned houses in South Texas. There's an easy way to avoid some of these things. Yeah, in, that's one of them. In Texas, or in the South in general... You don't really want to just go wandering around other people's property. So as long as you don't get knocked out, I feel like I could outrun them. Unless my brother's in a wheelchair. Shit. Then you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, still a very... Now we're getting into genuinely scary stuff. Where there could be a yeah. real life scenario where you just break down on the side of the road. Some crazy knocks you out. And you're in a leather face situation where you're tied to a chair and can't get away. There, There's a situation where you can't do anything about that. Uh, but they did, did, right? I haven't watched it in a while. But they did like go to this abandoned house on, oh, yeah, on their totally. on their own, right? They yeah, they walked in, yeah, they the, snooping, snooping around. They weren't led there. No, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, number five. Uh, five for me is Pinhead, and I 
you are right. Just don't open the box and you're good. But, boy, if you do open the box, you're... Hmm. He's scary looking. Uh, through all of them, even the silly ones, he is always scary looking. And, and the trailer came out today for the new one. Did it really? Yep. Ooh. How does it look? Do I want to know? Like the last couple. All right. Yeah. But those first two, especially that first one, is my favorite. Uh, but just the way he talks and uh, evil and kind of sexy, sort of, what? kind of. Oh, the Cenobites are kind of sexy. No, you know no, they're not. <laughs> You'd be the one futzing with the box. Just like, oh, oh, to- oh uh, my goodness. We'll be yeah, friends. Totally. They'll just talk yeah. to me. Just roll a candles around me and sign me up. <laughs> I'd go the good route, though. What is the good route in a Hellraiser movie? Pleasure and pain, I'd go the pleasure route, I guess. Or... You don't get to pick a path. <laughs> it's not shoots and ladders. <laughs> it's just... It's... it's... <sighs> Number five... No, no, no. <laughs> Number five for me is Jason Voorhees. And the reason he fell to number five uh, is because I still believe I could outrun him. Some way, somehow, I could run far enough to get away from him. And most of the movies, I feel like they're going to a legit camp and then all hell breaks loose. There's a couple where they go to an abandoned camp, Crystal Lake. And then yeah. so those ones, you're kind of ho- like you kind of invited this. But the ones where they go to a legit camp, I mean... What the hell are you going to do? Some crazy psycho who walks with a machete shows up and I feel like I could, I could outrun him one way or another, but I guess he chased people all the way to space. So. He did. And Manhattan. I, yeah. AKA Canada. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Number five, Jason. Okay. Number four for me is Leatherface. Uh, just big and intimidating and strong uh, oh how do i say this like i when when leatherface is chasing sally through the woods or whatever in the end of the first one like he's he's trucking pretty good and he's keeping up with her and first one yeah in the first one don't you remember where she escapes out the window and then he starts chasing her to the gas station jason isn't in the first one jason said leatherface I'm sorry, I thought I was, I'm still stuck on Jason. Ignore me. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, but for, like for the just the big brute brutality type killer, he's probably the scariest one on the list because he's just this big man bear pig type guy. Actually, man bear pig should have been on this list. <laughs> Number eleven, man bear pig. Yes. Well, he didn't have a he didn't have a franchise. No, he didn't. Unfortunately, <laughs> one off. Okay. Uh, number four for me is Freddy. Mm. I was trying to think of a joke. What's his last name? Does he have a last name? Kruger? I was going to say Frederick John Wilson Kruger? Kruger. There you go. Uh, Freddy, and now we're getting into shit that you can't... Uh, what I would say, um, you're not responsible for being involved in. You didn't deserve co- have to have it coming to you. And you can't run away from it. That's where we're at with the top four. So, Freddy, one day, you're just a teenager, and all of a sudden you start having bad dreams about this guy, and your friends start dying when they sleep. You can't stay up forever. That's humanly impossible. But the reason that Freddy fell to number four, at some point, 
if you get sleep deprived enough, you'll get angry enough, and you just go grab the son of a bitch, pull him into the real world, and kick the dick out of him. You just yeah. gotta avoid that hand for one minute. You just gotta grab it or something. You just gotta get him out of the fa- out of the dream world because once when he's in the dream world, he's all powerful. He's turning into monsters and got all kinds of demons coming after you and shit. Don't get me wrong, that's scary as hell. We had this discussion about the time Freddy versus Jason came out. Who's your favorite? And uh-huh. I think I came down on Freddy and you came down on Jason. I like yep. them both, but for different reasons. Freddy is more scary to me because of the whole supernatural element. Uh, don't get me wrong. Jason has a supernatural element as well and that he's like this undead zombie, whatever, uh, unstoppable killing machine. But Freddy comes at you if you fall asleep. And that shit is terrifying to me. Uh, so... But, yeah, at the end of the day, you can go grab this son of a bitch and pull him out and kick his... Once he's in the real world, he's kind of a pussy. Uh, so, there you go. Number three for you. Uh, three for me is Freddy Krueger. And for pretty much everything you said, you're you're right. Like once, Especially the first one, uh, which is by far the scariest of the bunch, uh, before he gets to be, you know, cracking wise, all that stuff. He was legit scary. And it's... He, get, he takes the good... The good teenagers out with the bad ones too, so it's like no one's really safe. Yep. That uh, what, what the scene that always pops to my mind first about the very first movie is his shadow stretching out down Elm oh, Street. Oh, that's so scary, and that's such an effective, cheap effect that works yep. big time. I'm really curious what you're going to think of my top three. I don't. I don't think you're going to be impressed, but it is what it is. These are things that freak me out. Number three for me is Sadako Yamamura. From the ring. Oh, oh, I, I thought about that. Because here's something where you could stumble on it by accident. Somebody says, hey, check out this movie, this tape. And then you're in, you're in. There's nothing you can do about it. I mean, obviously, go dig up a girl in a well and try and solve the problem. But it turns out that that didn't really work, did it? Uh, just... A bad situation that you can just stumble in by accident, you can be a good person, and you're not trying to do anything illicit or illegal or have sex in the woods or (laughs) any of the things that normally get you killed, just somebody recommends a tape, and boom, you're fucked. (laughs) Number two for you. Uh, Number two for me is Jason Voorhees. And honestly, though, like, thinking back, I'm like, I would be much more scared of Leatherface or Pinhead, even chasing after me than Jason, but he's so iconic. I'm like, I just, especially like, I think that he was in his prime at like part four was when he was like, kind of sort of almost running kind of, um, hefty jogging. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get into the big pro wrestler, Kane Hodder type, Jason, the undead one. Uh, but it's just a tried and true killer right there. Uh, number two for me is, Keoko and to- Toshio Saki from The Grudge. The mom and the boy from The Grudge movies. Mm. Uh, there, once again, you're not trying to do anything wrong or, or evil or you're not messing with boxes or Necronomicons. You just kind of moved into a new rental apartment. And mm. now you've got a demon mother and demon child killing people in your past through time travel just because you're there, because fuck you. Yeah. And and we're not going to do it in any good way. We're not going to just up and kill you. We're just going to scare the ever-loving shit out of you until you kill yourself, more or less. 
<laughs> terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. If you haven't seen Juan, The Grudge 1 and 2, the original Japanese ones, oh my god. They're goodness. so good. They're so scary, especially part 2. And number one for you. Number one for me is the Xenomorph from the Alien series. Not not the Queen Alien, I'm talking the the Xenomorph. Just It is the ultimate killing machine and is legit scary and very smart and adaptable and uh, it's like, to me, that would be, of all of these, that is the perfect killing machine. Doesn't matter if you're good, bad, a, a kid, an old per- it doesn't matter. Uh, whereas, like you said, with Predator, just put your gun down. You just, peace, I'm, 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 I'm scared of you. You're okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, you know, this thing here will just murder anything and everything. Just because it can. That's what it was bred to do. And so that easily takes the top spot for me. Uh, number one for me is the Xenomorph. Oh, um, ah. <laughs> like you said, it doesn't matter if you're good, bad, old, child. We're going to find you. We're going to face rape you. And we're going to just burst a new thing out of you. And slime you in the meantime. I Just awful, awful mm-hmm. killer death machine. Once again, you might not be looking to do anything bad. Got to, oops, I, my spacecraft has a problem. I got to land on this planet. You're fucked. You're done. Yep. <laughs> Game over, man. Game over. Yeah. Uh, it's scary, terrifying, terrifying. One of the most terrifying, well, the most, in my opinion. I've had yeah. many a nightmare about a xenomorph. I have too, actually. And it, yeah. not the queen, like the queen. I think the queen, it looks so cool and it's so huge that I'm like, I could probably run away from that thing if I'd really want to, maybe. But those slimy little xenomorph bastards that you know the little foot soldiers or whatever the one in part one or even part three the dog one like you're done you're done (laughs) even uh alien versus predator uh there's a scene where the uh the one guy and the main girl run and jump across this chasm Mm -hmm. and and it's because they came into contact with one like it's so pronounced that if you come into contact with one of these things your chances of survival are so low that you just have to run as fast as you can. And you it can run faster than you. And oh, on yeah. walls and on ceilings. And even if you do manage t- to avoid its knife tail and its mouth in mouth and slash its throat while it's on top of you, now you're dead because it's bleeding acid blood all over you. Uh, it, yeah. It, <laughs> the perfect killing machine. You're just fucked. Whatever you do. Yeah. So that was uh, that one worked its way up there pretty quickly. Me too. Yeah, I'm like, well, I, you know, Jason is like my favorite, you know, movie killer. But I'm like, but Xenomorphs, that's that's the scariest for me. That's the movie that we all need. Jason versus the Xenomorphs. Ooh, there we go. <laughs> ah, throw them into a pit and somebody give them some kind of special alien titanium blade that doesn't react to the acid. And mm, I'd watch the <laughs> hell out oh, of that. Watch that, yeah. It's a, a predator pit fighter. <laughs> Throw predator, ash in there somehow uh, with a chainsaw and an axe and a shotgun. Instead of a, a, a going and putting humans on planets to to fight, the predators decided to well, let's just pick up aliens and throw them in a pit and see what they do against each other. <laughs> well, they kind of did that, I guess, with predators. They picked up a whole bunch of killers, but they didn't have, pit them against each other. I still love that movie. That movie, I've seen that movie so many times. I'm like. Still good. Yep, I agree. There we go. Well, the other kid was playing outside. Now he's got to come in. 
probably. No, it's just a kid going to the bathroom. No. Bark, giddy bark. So the old dog's like, oh, somebody's coming in. Uh, okay, there you go. Scariest horror franchise villains. Oh, you want to do honorable mentions in three? Yes. Yeah, yeah, real quick. This is this won't take long. Predator was an honorable mention for me. Um, Hannibal Lecter was an honorable mention. While I think that he is absolutely terrifying, like you said, if you're not rude, you're safe. If you're just a regular person, you're you should be fine. You might accidentally ingest somebody else. You might. You might. To him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, and even just looking at him, I mean, I, I guess if you know that he's evil, then, yeah, he looks creepy. But especially in the Hannibal movie, like, when he was over in Italy, like, he just looks like a professor, well, well-to-do professor old guy. So, yep. um, uh, what else did I get? Oh, Jigsaw. I'm like, uh, honorable mention, I think, just the, because of the first one especially. But I don't know, that series is meh. Uh, By part pe- three, it was like, you jaywalked one time. Yeah. Get your head out of this vice. Like, yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give me a break, dude. Uh, Pennywise from the new, the two new It movies, but. Not a, not a franchise. I thought about, I, oh, I would have made right. my guess... list, but that's one movie. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, one I story. I about that. Yeah. Well, and even the second one was, eh. Anyway, so. Uh, but here's the, here's one that was, that just missed the top ten, and that is Damien Thorne from the Omen movies. Same here. That probably would have been my number 11. Yep, that's number 11. Uh, especially part two, where he's a little bit older, and it's like, okay, now he is just supernaturally killing other people. Because he doesn't really do that in the first one, but the second one he does. And then the hard passes for me, Leprechaun, they all suck. Um, Ghostface, I don't care. I know Scream is huge. No. College frat boy, no. Uh, they ne- that never scared me. And this is... This is going to be, you know, out there. I know that most people like this this character, but Candyman just never really did it for me. Tony Once again, Ta- don't stand in front of a mirror and say his name five yeah, times. Or and, and whatever like, it is. Like, and he comes across in the movie as, you know, this romantic anti-hero, which is great. That's fine. But as far as a scary villain. But you got, once again, you got to summon him. Yeah. It's the five same time. as Hellraiser. Yeah. yeah. You got... Hey, did you know that if you solve this puzzle box, demons from hell will come rip your flesh apart? Ooh, cool. Let me play with it. Fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. You know, and same with same with this. It, it, hey, if you stand in front of a mirror and say his name five times, a guy with a hook and bees will come and murder you. <laughs> yeah. Like, cool. Let me do that. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know what? You had it coming then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway, did you did you have any honorable mentions or? No, I, I I had considered Leprechaun just because that was the first R-rated movie I saw in the theater. Uh, when I was like 13, my mom took me and she was not impressed. Mortified. Oh no. I, well, that was, that was my present. One of my presents was when I was, was I 13? I might've been older. It might've been 14. I want to, I said, I want to see an R rated movie in the theater. Guess what was the only R rated movie playing that weekend? Leprechaun. Leprechaun with Jennifer Aniston. And so we, yeah, mom, I really want to see it. I really, really do. I'm looking forward to this. I had to sell her. (sighs) <sighs> Even I going into the theater, I was groaning like, ugh, I don't know. <laughs> and of course I had to be like, yeah, that was cool. So that, you know, maybe I can see more in the, in the future. That was a long, quiet ride home. <laughs> oh, <Just> I bet. <laughs> quiet and awkward. Uh, okay. Uh, let's, yeah, we're doing good fun, on time. Yeah, we caught up a little bit there. Fun little segue. Uh, recently watched. 
Where you wanna? What are you doing? And he's he's leaving me. I don't. He's leaving me to. I think he's playing on his PlayStation. Or a separate computer, or he's just looking out the window. Um. Oh, take your fucking time. Uh, my e-cig was fully charged. I had to take it off the charger. That is very important to me. <laughs> you know, I listed all the things that you could probably be doing that I was watching, and that was worse than all of them. <laughs> well, it was fully charged. And I'm like, you know, I should probably just get it off the charger now. Just and now, now seemed like a good, suitable moment in time to... to uh... The middle of the show. Yep, just to do that. Okay, well, you're up first, sir. What do you got? Oh, whoa, whoa. Um, <laughs> I'm looking for... The, okay, here we go. Here we go. Um, it the, the Recently watched is going to be heavily you. I, I don't have much of anything. I Because uh, I've been watching TV shows. I've been, uh, Star Trek and shit. Oh, I do want to... At some point, I do want to talk a little bit about the um, that Marvel show. Because I watched yeah, both episodes. WandaVision. Yeah, yep. so we can watch, we can talk about that. Um, Hunter Hunter is the first movie I want to talk about. Have you heard about oh, this movie? Oh, is that the sub-movie? The, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. Hunter Killer. That was Hunter, I, that Hunter, was Hunter Killer. Killer. That was a good movie. Yeah, that was a good-ass movie. Uh, this is a uh, backwoods thriller. Oh, yes, this is with uh, uh, the kid from Terminator 3 and... Uh, That's the one, yes. Nick Stahl is in this. And Devin... Steve, Devin saw uh, the yeah. first Final Destination. Man, has that guy... Like, I would not have recognized him. He was really good. He's a good actor. I heard this is a good-ass movie. Dude, this movie is nuts. Like, I'm not going to spoil the movie. I was into it the whole way through. Uh, and this is not a horror... Well, it says it's here it's horror, but... Uh, it's more backwoods thriller. But this movie has bite. Like, uh... I'm takes a lot to like make me uncomfortable, and this movie <laughs> it succeeded. It just well paced, um, good acting. It's basically, this this family lives in the woods, and it's like I don't know West Virginia type, and they they hunt off the land, and then they sell the, the furs, uh, and there's this wolf that is around their area that's killing off some of the wildlife, and so. The guy goes to trap the wolf. And then things just go south. And that's all I'm going to say about the movie. Uh, but I thought it was great. I thought it was just a very, very, very well made, low, lower budget movie. My biggest complaint, honestly, like when it was done, I'm like, man, that was so good that there was a side character in the movie of Sheriff Deputy, a lady, and I just. Uh, it's like they they tried to make her too I don't know witty or I don't know her lines came across a little too ham fisted Pro- for me programmed a little bit yes yeah just a little too, uh, I, I don't know it just it kind of took me out of it but the only reason I say that is because the rest of the movie was so good that I'm like I'm reaching here to find things I didn't like but it was legit good especially that last ten minutes or so I'm like holy shit okay. So anyway, uh, good. Where, where can I watch it? Uh, it's streaming. I mean, you have to pay for it, like rental stuff. But it's worth it's worth it to me. I'm gonna so definitely says you. Yeah, I'm gonna buy it eventually when it's better priced. 
I'll be watching it on your Vudu. Yep. Oh, that's definitely one I'm going to own, like, for, for sure. In fact, I would probably get the Blu-ray of that thing. But it was good to see Nick Stahl again in this, too. I'm like, uh, it, he almost looks like he hasn't aged since Terminator 3. He always just is this scrawny, just scraggly-looking dude. And I like Nick Stahl. I think he's a good actor. And I'm like, yep, that's Nick Stahl doing Nick Stahl. That's just him. <laughs> like he could, I agree. I like him, too. Yeah. I, I know he went off the grid for a while there. Yeah. Something, like, literally off the grid. Not just not acting. He was missing. Gone. A missing yeah. person, yeah. It's so weird. Like, the guy maybe he not... Maybe he's problematic on set, so he's working his way back up. I don't know. Yeah. It was good. And he was... He was good. They were all good. Man, the, the, the mother and the father were... They were all just so damn good in this movie. Very, very good movie. Uh, and then, um... Run. I'll quick talk about Run. I Oh, uh, Amazon Prime? No. 2020? Uh, this is the one with... Um, Sarah Paulson? That's the one, yeah. Oh, okay. There's uh, another movie called Run that was on. I put on the roulette at one point. That was from uh, the 90s, I think. Oh, okay. Oh. That's not the... That's not with Katie Holmes. Isn't there, what was that called? No. I think that was, wasn't that called Run as well? Or, I don't remember. There was Run a or Flea or... Something. Uh, this is okay. Okay. Um, I was texting you. I don't... It's very well made. And Sarah Paulson, she's good in anything. She's really, really good. But it's... I'm, spoiler alert, I guess. It, this is misery. This is just... It's misery, pretty much. Just a different take on that. Mm. Um, and a just over-controlling mother and her wheelchair-bound daughter. And wheelchair-bound daughter kind of figures out things are amiss in the house, and so she tries... Oh, I watched the trailer for this, and I was like, no, thank you. Yeah, I was I was just frustrated the whole movie, and it, right when it starts, I'm like, oh, it's going to be kind of like The Invisible Man, actually, where you're just frustrated the whole movie. And the acting was fine. The cinematography, everything was fine. And it wasn't poorly made. It was actually very well made. But I'm like, oh, I'm tired of seeing the wheelchair bound girl abused and manipulated. And it's like, this isn't fun at all. And let me guess, most of the movie you're asking the question, is she like this? Or is the mother manipulating her with drugs and telling her lies? And and it goes back and forth and back and forth until you just got to wait till the end when they tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they they actually tell you a little bit before then, but I I will say this: the very very end, there's a little stinger at the end, whatever, and that was cool. I'm like, oh, that was kind of cool, but it was just, oh, just nah, no, one and done, one and done. It was, I gave it to. I mean, it's again, I can't deny the acting was very good and it was very very well made, but it's just not my type of movie at all. Yeah, I agree. Haven't seen it, and I agree. Yeah, I, I, the whole I'm like, oh, you would be frustrated. I know you would be frustrated with oh, this movie. Oh, I was frustrated at the trailer. I was like, yeah. no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I guess I can throw a quick update in here. Still watching Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Have I talked about that on the show yet? I think I did. Maybe. Um, yeah, a little bit. Everybody online keeps... Deep Space Nine, that's where it's at. That's mm-hmm. the Star Trek. I'm so sad there's not more seasons. I'm like, there's seven seasons or some shit. Relax. So I'm 
bound and determined as I'm, I'm on another Star Trek kick. I mean, I've watched Voyager. I've watched just about everything. This is the next one in the series. I tried to watch it before. I only got a few episodes into season one, and I was like, this is not for me. And everybody keeps telling me, you got to get past season one. Okay, I got past season one. I got deep into season two. And there were a handful of good episodes in there, here and there, where I was like, okay, all right, I'm into this. And then the next episode happened, and the next, and the next, and the next, and it's like, nothing's happening. We're just hanging out on this space station, and Ferengi, we're Ferengi deep, Ferengi hard on this one. Uh, Oh, lots of Ferengi, and like, that's the least interesting species in the Star Trek universe for me. Uh Uh-huh. It's up there for me, too. Oh, there's lots of Ferengi. Well, now I've, I'm a couple episodes into season three. And this, this last episode was total Ferengi heavy. And it was one of the best seasons, or best episodes so far. It was awesome. Oh, cool. Okay. I really dug that episode. And so far, season three feels like a different show. We're going places, we're doing things, we're exploring better ideas than just hanging around in profits. We need profits. Lots more profits. The first rule of accumulations of profits and... Frickin' Ferengi, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Not trying to be a speciest, but they suck. <laughs> uh, so I'm still kind of hanging with it, but it, it really is because I don't have any other trek. Like, I gotta, you gotta go through this to get to the next one, right? I, I gotta watch them in order. And this is where I'm at. You still haven't seen Voyager yet. I, I have a buddy, a buddy on Twitter that mentioned he's, uh, several, I have several episodes or half a season into uh, Voyager. And I told him, hang with it because, oh, and then he was talking about how Deep Space Nine was so great. I'm like, dude, this, Voyager is better than Deep Space Nine. And I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me on that, but bullshit. <laughs> oh, man. And, and and they pulled a switcheroo on me on this one of the, uh, the last episodes I watched where it was a really intriguing episode where they were having being forced by the Federation to do this treaty with a species that is just warmongering and it was really pissing off this other species and it was really interesting. And then you got to the very end and they're like, oh, actually, that was just a test from this other species and those people are actually just in a like a hologram matrix thing. You're like, haha, okay. Now, I was like, what the? Now we just wasted our entire episode. It would have been so much more interesting if you had actually done that. But that, that's the way that I'm finding with Deep Space Nine. They just pull the rug out from under you, like, oh, just kidding. No biggie. Moving on. Fine. Oh, yeah, this is not, this is frustrating. Oh, it's Star Trek. If you're, you're Mr. Oh, I see you've taken down your Enterprise from back there. Oh, it's, um, it's, it's on the shelf. Uh, I, I got, yeah, sure it is, off camera. Sure. Yep. <laughs> Mr. Trekker, who made me get into trekking. <laughs> who now yeah, has, has really only watched, what, two series of Trek? Three? Uh, three. 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 Yeah. That's pathetic. The, the best ones. Get on Voyager. You don't know. Get on Voyager. <laughs> okay, back to you. Um, Bloodline. This is the... Uh, this was on your roulette last week? No, this is the... Uh, yeah, I bought, it was. Oh, what? oh yeah, I, it's the Blu-ray that I bought, uh, starring Sean William Scott. Oh, yeah. This fantastic movie. I could not believe how good this movie was. And this is one the whole way through, I'm like, 
Eric would like this movie a lot. This is a great movie. Great writing. Uh, and Sean William Scott, like, he's known as a comic type actor. He plays this part so well. He's so good at this in this role. And it's just this cool crime. Th- oh, it's so good. I, I don't want to say much about it because I want you to watch this sometime. I, I wish that it would be streaming somewhere that you could watch it. But, oh, it is. Oh, it is? You should check it out. And it's... I, there were parts where I'm like, this is R-rated. Like, holy shit. This is really, really graphic. And there's a couple of, like, graphic scenes of nudity, and which you don't see that often these days. But that was a fantastic movie. I really liked that one. Much more than I was expecting. It just it felt to me like it just kind of came and went and... Whatever. Well, a but, lot of movies did that in 2020. Yeah. But, man, he... He's a good actor, dude. Like, I have new respect for him watching this, that he played that role very, very, I don't know, I just, if I wouldn't know that that was Stifler, for, Stifler from American Pie movies and the hockey movie, but it's like, he's a good, serious actor. Did you ever watch the hockey movies? I think I started the first one, and for some reason I never finished it, and I think he's it, I, fantastic in both of them. Like, legit, I know it's like a dark comedy, but those are kind of like, uh, uh, the tone is in the ballpark of that, um, Seth Rogen Security Mall movie. Oh, oh. Like, like, it's not, it's not that comedic, but he's playing it pretty straight, but it's still very funny. And both, you don't have to know anything about hockey, but both those movies are very good. I own one of them on the sequel on Blu-ray, and as soon as I find the original on Blu-ray, I'm snapping that one up. Mm. I love them both. I need to watch. Those are, I think both are on Netflix. Oh, really? Well, you should check him. You should give him a chance. Yeah, I need to, especially after watching this. I'm like, ah, it's... He gives a legit good performance in those movies. Cool. Yeah, and I'm reading here that it's, this was inspired by Brian De Palma and Dario Argento. I'm like, yeah, I, I can see that. Dario Argento... I think with the mute, the score is fantastic in this. And usually I don't like those, those new synth type scores. I just, I'm like, ah, I'm a purist for the eighties. Yes, I need score. the real stuff from Goblin, but this score is, and I even, I think when I was watching it, I said, I'm like, this score is great. Like this is fits the movie. Perfect. But, uh, it, it you, the first five, 10 minutes of the movie, like if you like that, then you'll probably like the movie. Cause they pull no punches with this one, but big, big thumbs up. I mean, five bucks on Blu-ray, brand new. I, yep, nice. That was very, very worth it. Um, and then Netflix, uh, Night Stalker, The Hunt for a Serial Killer. Have you seen the trailer for this one? No, I think you were telling me about it though. Yeah, this is a uh, four-part series on new on Netflix. It's a little over three hours long. And this is about, um, oh, what's the guy's name? Uh, the killer uh, from the 80s. Jason. Freddy. No. Hellraiser. Real, real guy. That's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> uh, Richard Ramirez. Never heard of him. Oh, really? Oh, man. This is brutal stuff here. Like, uh, it's uncomfortable. And he was very evil. Very, very evil just randomly just started murdering people in California. And so this documentary is about the two cops that they interviewed the two cops that were able to catch this guy. And of course, along the way, as usual, uh, I don't want to say law enforcement, but there was a couple missteps 
that people in charge did. And I'm like, that cost people their lives. That that prolonged this and more people died because of that. Much like the other documentary I watched recently uh, that was set in the 70s. But, oh, this guy is, oh, he's very, very creepy. And this was very well made. I highly recommend it. I mean, it's, yeah, it's three hours, but it flies by because uh, it's almost like a, a timeline. Like, okay, here's when the first murder happened. And then, so now we get the guys on the case. And this guy is just boom, 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 boom. But like one after the other after the other. And how they track him down and catch him is, it's really good. I, I have to be in the right mood for a serial killer doc. Like, I'm just not always... Thanks for the autoplay, Netflix. Just trying to look at something. Starts playing a trailer. Uh, I got to be in the right mood for that kind of thing because they're so heavy and so depressing. And this is uh, this is heavy yeah. and depressing, especially because they, they and they do it somewhat tastefully. But there are shots of the murder victims, but they've it's hard to describe. Like it's like they've it's just real, real, real quick shots, and it's not. There isn't really any lingering shots on the victims, but it's still just hearing about what he did and how he would intimidate his victims. And, of course, he was a child molester, too, so that just adds to the... Ah, just awful. So. Fascinating. Uh, Okay, we'll talk a a little bit about what I've been watching, and then we'll uh, we'll get into uh, coming soon and wrap up. Um, WandaVision. Yes. First two episodes were released on Disney Plus, and I ran to go watch them because I'm going to watch any of the Marvel shows. I've gone through pretty much every single one of them. This uh, of all the announced ones and the trailers that have come for this coming year, this one has always been at the bottom of my list. I'm just not that interested. And same here. I, we're going to find a way to bring Vision back after Endgame, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen, I'm guessing. I mean, I'm not going to... Do I say spoilers if I'm going to predict what's going to happen in this show? No, go for Maybe it, because I have no... I mean, I watched it too, and I'm like, huh? Yeah, I. apparently they're modeling each episode after a different nostalgic show. So, like, the first episode was um, Leave it to Beaver, kind of. Oh, and then the se- which I, I thought it was amusing, and then the second episode was was still kind of leave it to Beaver, but morphing into the '60s with something else. Which all right, and uh, I agree with you. I'm not terribly impressed so far. I've got friends online that are, I'm blown away. This is incredible. I'm like, no, you're just a fanboy because this is nothing incredible uh, <laughs> in my book. But that being said. If the from the writer viewpoint, if I'm going to try and Batman this shit, where this could go, if we go to a place where, let's say, Wanda is imprisoned, the Scarlet Witch is imprisoned, and is being tormented and tortured and virtual realityed, and this is what she's conjuring with Vision, this could get pretty fucking dark towards the end, and in a way that she brings uh, that they bring vision back. She could bring him back some way, somehow. Um, 
because I think that's kind of what's going on there. You got the crackling through the radio of Wanda, Wanda, can you hear me? I'm trying to get a hold of you. You know, like she's under some sort of sedation or trapped in some machine. They alluded to such a thing where she's got security cameras on her at the end of episode one. Remember that? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think that's what something like that might be going on, or at least I think that would be the way that you could make this shit interesting. And you just got to kind of hang with the first few episodes till we get to the 80s, 90s, and caught up to today at the last couple of episodes where it gets real dark and really real. Because even within the show, Wanda and Vision are trying to figure out what's going on. They talk about it in both episodes a couple of times. What's happening? Why is that person acting that way? And then all of a sudden color comes into play uh, in the their mm-hmm. reality. You know, it's very mystical and weird, and I don't want to judge it yet. Because we don't know what's going on any more than our main characters do. So, I'm, I'll still give it a chance. I'm still watching. It's not horrific. But I'm, I'm just like, alright. Laugh track. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Guy crawling out of the the manhole with a bee mask. Or there's bees, and I'm like, what? And then and then they backed it up so that she didn't remember that. Yeah, it just tells me that she's captured and being mind controlled or something. I don't know, but it's way too early to judge. Yeah. I, I'd be up or down. And the people that are freaking out about this show, which there are people that are freaking out by this about this show, like no. Just no. No. There's no reason to be freaking out about this shit right now. Would you, uh, so, yeah, I'm going to keep watching it. You're going to, yeah. I mean. Oh, yeah. But I think there's a reason that this is the first one they're putting up. Hmm. Like, I, yeah, the, I, I, the, like I actually, the Loki, they know the Loki show is better. They know the the other shows are better. The Hawkeye. Falcon. Yeah. Yep, they know those are all better. So we're going to start with this one. That's my guess. I agreed. I actually told my wife that I'm like I, I I'm like this just feels like low man on total totem pole here. Like this is the first, like everybody's gonna watch it because it's the first one, but the other one's gonna be better. Especially Loki. Loki looks fantastic. I, yeah, but that, that one's only six episodes. Oh, really? So that's and, like an extended movie almost. Yeah, and this one's nine, but they're short. Do you think like are is there like a long term plan with this? Do you know, or is this gonna be a one off like one season and it's done or? There, I don't think there's a plan on that yet. Okay. Uh, definitely nothing announced. They, they they put these out, they see how they go, and then they make more or they don't. It was the same with the Marvel shows on Netflix. They mm. put out, I mean, put out Daredevil. Oh, it's super popular with three episodes out. Uh, let's sign them up for another season. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm into I mean, I'm still, I, I'm ready to move on from the... From the 50s, though, that Leave it to Beaver... Laugh track shit. Yeah, oh. let's go. Yeah, I agree. So I'm guessing that next up is going to be Brady Bunch-type 60s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brady Bunch or... Uh, what's that other one? Uh, I can't remember right off the top of my head, but I, 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 there's a, a wealth of shows from the 60s and 70s that technically we grew up on the reruns of. Yeah, Leave or I the Dream of, of Genie. That show? Not... What was, the, oh, what was the name of that show? It had one of the Golden Girls in it. There was, it was I, just dream a, of, I Dream of Genie was one that I thought kind of like yep, I could see that. That could happen. Uh, oh, what was the name of that show? It had the, it had what's her name from the Golden Girls in it. She was the main uh, Midge or Marge or something. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the show. I know what you're yeah. talking about. 
I watched a lot of that growing up. People don't rem- don't realize, but if you grew up in the '80s, you watched more as me- as much reruns of shows from the '60s and '70s as you did from the actual A Team and '80s and and all that kind of shit. And you watched whatever was on because that was it. Like that was it. Uh, three, five, and eight, baby. Yep. Or maybe maybe nineteen on a good clear night. On a good clear night, but usually three, five, eight. Yep. Uh, Maud. That's Maud. Okay. Yeah. And that was a spinoff from her character in All in the Family. I liked that show. She was uh, uh, B. Arthur. She was hilarious in that show. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen that show in so long. <laughs> I know. Uh, that, but that's one of the things I've been finding with uh, Pluto TV. That's another thing I've been watching or falling asleep to. I put on Pluto TV. There's this one channel that in the evenings they just kind of cycle between uh, MacGyver and 21 Jump Street, the original ones. Uh-huh. And it's so great to see that those shows that I grew up watching, they're still fucking good. They're still entertaining and awesome. And oh, it's just such a good feeling. But easy stuff to fall asleep to. Yeah. Man, I'm watching this. I fall asleep to The Simpsons right now on Disney Plus. That's what I. That's what I crash to, and like it's at least something funny and not depressing or news or whatever. It's yep, Simpsons. So, uh, yeah, bleeding into coming soon. It'll be WandaVision. Gonna finish. Gonna gotta keep getting through the stand. We gotta see this thing. Oh, through. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> For what it's worth, Randall Flag, uh, Skarsgård, he is good as Randall Flag in the little tiny bits that we get of him. Yep. Yep, uh, like it, we've said, the casting's good. The acting's good. Mm-hmm. It's not what's on screen that's the problem. It's the people that made the decisions behind the screen. Yep. And we, I'm, I'm sure we'll get a fan edit someday. Oh, but... I bet we will too. But yeah, you're right. This is this is it for us for a new stand. This yeah. is it. More than likely. Ugh. Uh, what's the other thing coming soon for me is Disenchantment Season 3 is out. So I started watching... That do you are you familiar with that show? Is that on Netflix? The, yes, it's from the guy that made uh, Futurama. And... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that good? Yeah, it's not bad. It, I mean, it's not great, but like The Simpsons, it's something me and the wife can watch. And there's a couple of amusing jokes in there, and it's fine. <laughs> that's yeah. That is uh, that's The Simpsons. Like it's perfect. I don't even watch full episodes. I just. Start start a show ten minutes in or whatever. I'm falling asleep. Whatever. I'm perfect. Yeah. Ten twenty one. No more texting. Uh huh. Just ten twenty one. It's getting oh. earlier and earlier. Oh, I'm a spectacular texter. <laughs> I mean, I am like, if I would grade myself a minus. There yeah. are times where I get tired. I can I get yeah, that. Every, yeah, it's called every single day. <laughs> <laughs> know thyself, sir. You uh. suck. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, uh, what about Star Wars, Clone Wars? You still on that? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of that, we're now, like, reading the descriptions of what the episode is going to be. And we actually, last night, there was, we were ready to hit play on episode, or season two. And there was, uh, whatever the, I'm not sure what the episode was called, but it was something about, they go into this cave and there's these spirit demon or creature things in there that take over the bodies. And... I can just tell the show is getting more violent and I can tell that our youngest is so we skipped a couple episodes to something more lighthearted. But that's why I'm like, oh, this is only halfway through season two and we're starting to. Oh, it's great, though. The show is great. 
Oh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta scare them a little bit, dude. My opinion. Oh, it, yeah, I mean, if, if not, they're never gonna be able to watch anything. I know. Hmm. Lucas, actually, Lucas is, he's good with this yeah. stuff, but our, oh, the honest, he's just. Cause I, I went through that with, uh, Addie when she was younger than, uh, your youngest. Oh, I'm scared, turn it off. And it was like, you gotta finish this, you gotta see the bad guy beaten. So that you know he's beaten. Yeah. And and once they did, then then she was okay. Yeah. And but they're, the they're... times where we turned it off, that was not good. Then it was, oh, I got nightmares, bad guys, still out there, killing. Yeah. You know, it's like... They do, they, they they like General Grievous because he's got the multiple arms, multiple lightsabers. And so he's a cool bad guy. Uh, the the uh, Sith lady, or the, the Sith the in la- training lady. With the, uh, the Ventress? Yes. Oh, she's awesome, but... I can oh, tell. evil is crap. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I can just tell... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you haven't even got to the culty yeah, I... shit that comes, like, in season five or whatever. That ain't gonna happen here. I, I can... No, I told you it's not, but <laughs> but you should. Oh, I, I want to. It's a good show, man. It's... Yeah. I even... Like, season two, I can tell they've upped things in season two. It is... Man, it's a good show. See, that was one that, like, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. You just, like I said, you gotta get through season one. With Deep Space Nine, you gotta get through season two. That's kind of where I feel. Uh, season three feels like, okay, and now I've had three consistently good episodes in a row. Instead of... <sighs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else coming soon? We gotta wrap this up. Yeah, I I want to watch this season of uh, or the show called Servant. Have you heard of this show from M. Servant. Night Shyamalan? No. It's been getting uh, Stephen King on Twitter. He uh, he made mention about just how incredible this show is, and then I've been looking at it, and I'm like, that sounds really good. I think like season one, there's ten episodes, a half hour each. Uh, but I've never even heard of this. What is it on? Uh, I think it's on Toby Cabell. ABC or no, no, no. I think it's a, a Apple TV show. Toby Cabell and Rupert Grint. Huh. Never even heard of it. Yeah, it's, I, I didn't either until I saw the tweet from Stephen King. I'm like, wait, what? He's like, he's like I love this show, and that kind of you know perks my interest and then a whole bunch of people are like, oh, it's great, it's a great show, great show. I'm like, ah, oh, it's M Night's new. Venture, he, I don't know. He seems to be on a, I don't know, on an upward. I mean, weren't his production. last couple movies uh, decently received? Oh yeah, and Glass. Made, Glass was great. I loved. Made Glass. money. Mm-hmm. What's the problem? He doesn't make uh, super crazy high budget movies other than Avatar. But other yeah, than but that, I mean, his general he wrote and directed movies are pretty fairly low budget, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What do you mean Avatar? Oh, you mean the Will Smith thing? No, the Last Airbender. Oh, wow, that one. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Did your kids ever finish that series? We quit halfway through season three. <laughs> halfway through season, the last season? Uh-huh. Why? Um. Uh... <laughs> wow. Wife. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's uh, too spiritual. It's like, oh, my neighbor just got home with his new Tesla. Yep. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode. Anything else you want to add? Took a drive in that thing 
couple days ago. He let me drive. <laughs> he let me drive. <laughs> Did you do the turbo mode? Oh, it's it, things awesome. Like, you know, it's got a big iPad thing to control. The, I mean, it's it's you're on the Enterprise. It's like I'm flying on the Enterprise. It's got it, a big iPad thing, but you have to have a special cable. Yeah. Hey, oh yeah. Hey, USB A B C D E F. Yeah. <laughs> Did you inject right up into your sphincter? Yes. Into you have to put it into your anus. Yes. Like then, uh, 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 THX eleven thirty eight. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go home and make your donation. But the car makes fart so- sounds. That's pretty cool. Like you, you press a button on the iPad, and it's like, oh, it's making fart sure, sounds. Sure, sure, glad I paid fifty thousand dollars for yeah. that. Oh, it's at the hilarious. Low end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He uh, he can he can he can pull into the cul-de-sac here, and he can do something to where it's uh, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Oh, like it's just like the Enterprise. That's yeah. what they used it for. It is. I know. Computer. Computer, give me fart noise, and 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 you know, beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yeah, perfect. It's yep. And its text messages just have an auto delay of an hour or two, just because they're so special and good at it. Oh yeah, it's that's the whole USB C D F. Yeah. All right, I'll. T- oh, I'm sorry, I don't have a Muppet here to end the show with. Oh, but I guess oh, by we'll all t- means, I there he is. Hear that? Oh, I hear it. And I'm as angry as your wife at midnight. At midnight. At 1029. See, there are three different... No, no, there's four different sounds. And those were two of them in there. There it is. That's my favorite one. That's the one that I like when he does that in her ear at night. And then there's a purring one. Ah, that's not it. You can still hear it, right? Hold on. Purring one coming up. Damn you. Purr. You have the wrong dongle. <laughs> ah, it's... He's just That's, meowing. He's the, not, the Enterprise is hard to deal with. Yeah, I it get is. It. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, good luck in the future. Oh, yeah, it's... It's it's all sorts of cat meows and USB up my butthole and... Goodbye. Goodbye. Ah, it's, I have to edit this. You're going on too long. Bye. (laughs) Ass. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.